Hi, I'm Laura Mize from TeachMeToTalk.com. Hi, I'm Kelly Hampton. Hi, this is Chip Gerhardt, Chairman of the Board of the National Down Syndrome Society. This is Rachel Coleman from Signing Time, and you're listening to Down Syndrome Radio. 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 Hello and welcome to Down Syndrome Radio, the podcast where you can hear the dad's perspective on raising children with Down Syndrome, or any special needs actually. We are the Downright Awesome Dads. I'm here with, I'm Mark Owens, and I'm here with my co-hosts Rick Kosmowski and uh, Jason Kosky. We're here to help you through the fun times, the tough times, even the really poopy times that you might find out today. This is episode number 29, recorded September 7th, 2014. How you guys doing? Doing great. Great. Yeah. How was the beginning of school? Who wants to go first? Oh, man. It's tough. Third grade. Third grade. Wow. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm not sure I could pass third grade. Right? <laughs> yeah. okay. I actually rem- remember third grade. It's kind of like the beginning of my memory. I don't remember. I don't remember being a little kid. Well, you're only like 23, right? I mean, how long ago could it be? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I'm the old I'm, man of the group. I'm older than that. Third grade was all they had when I was back there at the one room schoolhouse. All right, nobody yeah. specific. You're the big one. Concept. You, you you went to kindergarten. You Luke went to kindergarten. Right? Luke went to kindergarten. He got on the bus. Yeah. Oh man! He did it all by himself. I, I don't. Want, I it, it, it was part of that. That's going to be my story of the week. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hide how that a little bit about that. Uh, but what's funny was, you know, I have all, all of my children have gone to that same school, and uh, you know, Molly would have been at the same school as Luke for one year if uh, Luke had gone last year. Luke theoretically could have gone to kindergarten there last year, but we kept them back one more year, and so the whole thing goes goes that much further. So in essence, Kim had one day while she was pregnant with Luke when all of her kids were in school and she got to stay home, and then the next day Luke was born. <laughs> <laughs> so this Tuesday was the first time she had, you know, where all three kids were in school in 14 years. Wow. wow. Yeah. So it's it's a little sad, actually. You think I'd be dancing, but it is a little bit of, a, you know, the end of an era. We don't have any that, like, stay home all day or, or do, uh, you know, preschool or anything like that anymore. But, no, focus on Luke. He did awesome. Absolutely awesome. His birthday was, this, like I said, was this week, and his birthday party was today. And uh, therefore, we were able to invite all the kids from kindergarten. So they've had like the intro to Luke today and our big soccer birthday party we had for him. So, oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was fun. You Great. guys. So, a- a- anything big else big about the beginning of school? Anything else going on? Not for us, I don't think. Eloise is in first grade. Dexter's in. He moved to a different class in preschool, but otherwise, still preschool. Yeah. You said you're starting to think about it, though, right? Starting to get antsy about it, yeah, with the back-to-school, thinking about the kindergarten thing. It's kind of scary. You just I think it's nice that all your kids went to the same school. You kind of have a kind of have a history there, you know? Well, they all passed through that school, but at the moment I have th- three kids in three different schools. <laughs> right, right, right. But, but yeah, you have <laughs> yeah. a history with the we school. Been, and we do. We do. Probably and, and, a lot and, of the and, teachers. And college. we've been laying groundwork and, and, and basically recruiting kids from the neighborhood to make sure they watched out for Luke. 
Yeah. Kim's been laying groundwork for three years for this. That makes yeah. a big difference. Yeah. 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 Well, yours will be big sister, buddy. She'll be telling yeah. Logan, now make sure you get this teacher and not that teacher. Oh, you know it. You know it. She is. She's all about being big sister, too. So, And she's all about being in third grade. We had the, you know, we were we were talking, I think maybe last time or one of, in one of our episodes about uh, holding back as one of the options. And um, she is so excited to be in third grade, and she knows what that means. And I um, guess, uh, you know, I'm glad... I, I thought about it once, but now I'm glad that she's you know, she's progressing the way she is. So, fantastic. You know, uh, she she loves the idea of being in third grade. She spent the first couple days uh, going back to her second grade teacher and going into the room to say hi, and she was really emotional about that. And Aww. she because you know, she had a really great experience. But by the third day, of she was uh, third grade all the way. You know. All right. Oh, so. I bet that was tough on the teacher that had to leave her too. You know. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. So you know, and you have, you have a couple talks. I mean, we could we could spend a whole episode on that. But yeah, you know, reminder: she's in third grade. There are second graders. Wow. Stay with your friends, all that good stuff. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> all right, all right. So should we get on topic? Anything else you guys want to cover before we get on topic? I'm ready. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, the topic, and uh, for the listeners out there, you have no experts today. You just have the three of us. But uh, we've all, you know, successfully, uh, uh, I believe, uh, gone through the uh, the potty training thing. Uh, you know, uh, you K- Kayla's all done, right, Rick? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she is done. She is she is successful. And and uh, uh, Jason has two, and I have three. So we we have we actually have six successful potty trainings between the. So we we we, we are a quorum of experts. Yeah, I I, I yeah we are. <laughs> we, we we have we have abandoned diapers, but that was just this summer. So I mean, I you know we still have we still have to keep an eye out and right right. And yeah. there's certainly still accidents that happen. In this yeah, it's gonna be a while. We still have that too. But uh, you know, for those of you who are worried that we're the only experts, I actually did uh, do a little internet research, and I do have some tips from some different websites for potty training with special needs. So. Uh, I gave some thought to uh, how you guys want to do this, and I thought we would, you know, each spend a few minutes just with our personal experiences, okay, and then and then you know w- from that we would take some some truisms or some uh, um, tips or whatever you want to call them, and I'll, I'll keep track as we go along, and then uh, I'll, I'll, I'll read some of the ones from the websites that I found. In the end, we'll you know we'll come up with like a top five or top ten you know tips for this. So. How does that sound for a uh, format? Sounds great. Sounds good. All yeah. right. Who wants to go first? Um, we're going to go oldest go kid first it. again? Go for <laughs> it. Yeah, oldest kid first. You always win. Okay. So Kayla's um, potty training also uh, is, is a similar story to her walking as well. And uh, it goes in line with school year. And uh, so she's the first child in our house, and you know, there when she was going to two-year-old preschool and three-year-old preschool, um, both of those, uh, you know, she had there were no other kids in the house, so she uh, wasn't walking when she was going into two-year-old preschool, and then within two weeks, she was walking when she was around other kids, which was an amazing thing, and then going into preschool. Um, the same kind of thing happened. They're saying is she potty trained yet, and we're like, no. Nah. 
so we're taking her into school and she's in you know and they said well you know put her in regular clothes and you know we've tried it many times but it had, it was school that really got her into the routine oh you keep blanking out buddy and there. um oh. really made a difference as far as going to the potty you know oh no really it's all right uh can you hear me yeah 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 okay. we just uh, got Did a couple of two button? second uh, uh breaks in your <coughs> okay that's okay. So, I'm following the thread. So you know, it, it's school really that that made the difference for us. And uh, you know, schools, the, the classrooms have little kid bodies right next to them, and they had her going all the time. And within two weeks, they had her. Uh, you know, in addition to the efforts that we would make, school really made a big difference with her going to the potty. And uh, uh, you know, that doesn't mean that to this day there's accidents, just like uh, Jason was saying. And um, uh, I know there's lots of anecdotes that I can throw in there, but just as an over general overview, it's something that we tried. It's something that when we pushed in the house, we, uh, you know, she just wasn't ready. And we, so we just would keep trying and trying and it had to be like, you know, she had to be motivated and excited to do that. And, uh, once she saw the other kids in her class doing it, I think that made a really big difference for her. Um, even though to this day, I mean, she's she's eight now, and we still do use pull-ups for her at night because um, she does have, uh, you know, if she forgets to go to the bathroom before she goes to bed, we either have to wake her up halfway through the night or, um, you know, she has to pull up for her just to be careful. But uh, that's that's pretty much Kayla's story uh, right now. We still now, do the wake-ups. Oh, yeah, we keep going. Because... Those are hilarious when you when you when you pick them up and you put them in front of the potty and they're like half asleep and they're like swaying around. <laughs> well, I guess right, boys stand up to go, job. so you had to like hold up. You'd be like, Wah. yeah. Different for boys probably too with that, but I, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a dad ritual to go up there. If I'm going to bed late, I'm just going to pick her up and bring her into the room, put her on the toilet so she goes, and that just makes and every, it's usually everything smooth smelling if you remember to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, we we, we did that for all three kids, and I and th- those are some of my funniest moments with my kids because they're asleep. <laughs> you can put funny hats on them and stuff. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you're saying that uh, uh, this is almost a statement for inclusion. You know, I, I guess it could have been any kids or whatever, but the, her her seeing the other kids go kind of made her want it. And once she wanted it, she was she was capable of it, so she, she made it happen. Exactly. And I'm thinking, you know, people probably with, you know, that kids that have other siblings in the house, that definitely probably drives the motivation to do that. You know, before a child without... A brother or sister around yet it took a little more inspiration from you know kids at school so i mean your story could be really for any typical developing child as well do you think there were there were any special requirements for her because of uh you know come from down syndrome i just think that you have to remember when it comes to down syndrome and the muscle tone and strength and developing and training muscles in your body that that stuff it comes with time and a lot of practice and uh, just like with any other thing that you're doing, uh, there's a lot of control in there, and so you have to just understand that that's going to take time to yeah. just to be able to control that. So, yeah, okay, yeah, but Anything but other else? than that, yeah, you have the same motivation as anyone else, and your kid wants to do everything that every other kid's doing, or who they who they you know follow or want to be like. You didn't have uh, stickers or rewards or special underwear or anything like that. Uh, you know, we did have, I'm sure we had reward charts, and I'm sure we had 
stickers or we had um you know a presents i think i you know what i think i remember us having is a prize basket and uh, we wrapped presents like you know it doesn't have to be anything fancy wow. stuff in a dollar store look a and sock if you did it yeah. you That's go over to idea. the prize basket and take one out congratulations you know oh love it love it and i'm trying to remember i'm remembering five years so that's pretty that's pretty crazy but yeah so but the prize basket worked out great all right and you want to talk about uh, uh the big c and miralax or you want to save that for a second phase of this conversation oh and then um so it, it, the other the other prize was um if she went to the if she went to the bathroom right uh, she would get to wear uh, big girl panties, so that would be like the right. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so uh, uh, you know, like if she, so we had like you know, like uh, the the special princess panties, the fancy panties, because she would wear like regular. We'd have like a regular plain. Uh, this is like getting into a lot of detail, but stop <laughs> me. If you, <laughs> and you guys have boys, so but uh, you know, we'd have, she'd have plain white panties on during the week and not with anything on it. And we were like, okay, if you can make it through, then you're going to get to wear the fancy panties ah. if you go to the bathroom. So little things that would, you know, make motivation. So I, I guess now that I'm thinking about it more, there's there were a lot of like incentives and stuff out there to try to get her excited about doing that. Um, so and then there's the difference between you know. Uh, pee and poop too so i mean kayla was extremely constipated and you know we uh, had to use a lot of a, a lot of situations with miralax and you know miralax was a constant in our house probably from two years old forward uh so uh pooping on the potty was was more difficult than uh peeing on the potty and that eventually came but not as quickly as as peeing on the potty yeah, it definitely phases. I would say that, you know, the PP part is, is, you know, that's the primary that you have to hit. And then, you know, getting the Miralax balance or whatever for the, the big C, as I'm calling it, we called it in our house, that was a whole other phase. That was possibly as much as six months to a year later, to be honest. Oh, Rick, you there? Yeah, sorry, you're coming out. Yeah, uh -huh. exactly. Yeah. All right. Jason, what do you say, man? Or do you want me to go next? No, I, I can go if you want. Um, so we are, like I like I mentioned, that we are we are still kind of in the throes of it. Um, we have abandoned diapers in our house, and um, this was all we we we've started this potty training exercise. Probably when Dexter was, I don't know, 18 months. Somewhere, probably before he was two, we started putting him on the potty um, just to get used to it. And uh, But we it took a long time. And so just this summer, I think on the 4th of July weekend, we, we used the long weekend to have a boot camp, hmm. potty training boot camp. And we just kind of... Got rid of all the diapers, said that, you know, we're going to do whatever it takes this weekend, focus on it, and um, went for broke. And that was what it took, like real focus on our part and kind of getting him to, to understand that it's, you know, that, that there's no, that we're, that we're committed to it and that he needs to be committed to it too. And so we kind of went through this program where the first day 
we would put him on the potty every, I don't know, 45 minutes or an hour. Kind of, we would just sit, sit, take him, put him on the potty, and if he went, he went. If he didn't, then then we took him off and he hung out. So we just kind of were, you know, on the lookout that first day. And then for the second day, we would, we did, we, we made, I think we made it so that he had to uh, tell us when he would go to, when he wanted to go to the potty. And so that was a little bit more challenging, a little bit tougher that day, but he still did, did really pretty good. I mean, those first, that first day, I think he only had one accident and the second day he may have had one or two accidents um and then the th- i think that third day you know we 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 went out without without diapers for the first time and we kind of you know talked about it a lot i think i think the one thing that we focused on was our mantra was keeping the underwear clean and dry that was the thing like not 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 don't go pee pee in the pants, don't go pee pee or go pee pee on the potty, none of that stuff, but just focusing on the underwear. Like keep your underwear clean and dry. You wanted him to and be able to feel the wet and not like it. Yeah, and just, you know, have him, that's his thing too. Then we'd say to him, you know, what are we going to do with our underwear? And go clean and dry. You know, so he, <laughs> he, so he kind of bought into it too, you know? I think that's a key. I think. You saying that is making me think, you know, we were saying the same kind of thing. Like, you're not going to, like, the princesses on the underwear don't like being wet or they don't like being dirty. So we're not going to do that or else you're not going to have the princesses on the underwear kind of thing. Right. Yeah, you got to just kind of find something that they buy into, I think, and yeah. and, and go with it. And you have to be committed yourself, too. Because if you, if you, you know, say, like, we could have easily gone... If, when we went out, put a pull-up on him, and then just because we didn't want to have to deal with any kind of accidents or something like that, but we just said, you know what, we're, we're committing to this, and we got rid of all the diapers and pull-ups, and we just went with it, you know? And then, you know, we bought these, these like, um, super undie kind of things that have, like, uh, insert, they're kind of plastic undies, a little, like, insert, almost like, almost like, uh, like washable diapers, I guess, like those go diapers or whatever they're called. G diapers, I think they're called. Um, and we use those for like just a couple nights. And then we were like, you know what? If he's going to have an accident, he's going to have an accident. We'll just have to clean it up. We'll just deal with it. And, uh, you know, I mean, now at, at night, he's, he's even pretty good. Um, you know, if he goes before he goes to bed and then if, you know, we hear him rustling around in the morning and we, get in and remind him okay let's go potty you know and as soon as he wakes up then then he usually is pretty good although he's good all through the night actually it's it's usually in the morning if he kind of farting around in his room he'll pee the bed but like yeah in the during the night he's usually really good wow that's super dude that is yeah yeah so i mean you know he's still he's still and what age jason he is three and a half yeah, wow, that's, that's fantastic. I'm thinking back to my age too. I think I said the wrong age before. I was she I was started doing that when she was four. So it was like four and two or three months. Kayla was um, using the potty good. Yeah. yeah, so he's doing good. I mean, you know, so so it, with Dexter now, it's it's if you ask him, 
if he has to go, he'll always say no. So you kind of just have to, <laughs> you kind of have to have to be able to read it, you know, and yeah. know if it's been a while or or no or see if he's really kind of just messing around. <coughs> Sorry, I got a little. Oh my little, gosh, little. you're double duty and <laughs> you're a, you're an Iron Man. I am. Is well, so. What about um, what about constipation? Did you have trouble with that too? Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, you guys talking about it makes me think like maybe we do, but we haven't really done anything. I mean, he doesn't, he's certainly not regular. Um, he takes, we take, he takes some probiotic, um, daily, which helps, I think, with that instead of like the, the, what do you say, Miralax? Right, Miralax. Um, we used to have it. De- we used yeah. to have it de- have it delivered by the truck in a silo out back. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we used to use a lot of that stuff. Huh? Uh, maybe maybe we need to check it out. Because... Well, I mean, if he doesn't go, I mean, you know, uh, uh, Luke would go three or four days without making a poop. Yeah, I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's that bad. Okay, he's certainly not not super regular, but the problem is, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll jump in on that one is if they reach the point where pooping hurts so bad that they hold yeah. it in. And then yeah, they're in a vicious sure. cycle because they don't realize that it's not getting any smaller. You know what I'm saying? And and they will. You know, I could see him on the potty. He could be ready to go, and he would feel it coming, and he would shut it down. And I'm like, dude, you can't shut it down because you're just you're just putting off the inevitable. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we had some we had some problems with that. So you had to. And the Miralax only works like, you know, once you're once you're already stopped up, it's not gonna it's not gonna fix it. You know what I'm saying? All right. You yeah, have yeah, to plan yeah. ahead and get yourself on the right balanced dosage of it so that it doesn't get it doesn't get out of hand. Um, that took a while, and there were some there were some rough nights where, you know, I had unhappy kid on the potty and wasn't letting him off till something happened. Uh, yeah, it's rough. It's hard as a parent to watch it. So. And you go to the what that's a, the suppository is that what that's called? The, you know, where you got to squirt something or an enema or what is it? You got to squirt something off their yeah. butt. Oh, yeah. God. And he was wailing. It takes two of us. You know, one of us oh, down. And, yeah, we had some uh, we had some rough times with that. Uh, but those are some of the best moments where after you have a you know half an hour, forty minute you know poop session, and it finally comes out, and he'll say, "I feel better, Daddy." Thanks. <laughs> it's like, oh God. Please don't hate me. Please don't hate me. Yes, he doesn't hate me. <laughs> uh, um, okay, before I go, I, I want to state that it seems like luck of the draw that we have, as a group of three dads, been incredibly lucky in this regard. I don't think that the three of us represent, and I did some research, the majority of, of you know children with Down syndrome out there. I mean, you know, I don't think it's that uncommon for kids to be you know, eight or ten or, 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 or longer without without fully getting this down. And I think that just comes from the I call it the, the genetic spread of, of, of cards that the that these kids get dealt and there just seems to be a wide range of of, of, of levels and abilities that uh, I think we've gotten lucky in that regard, at least in the in the in the pee and poop category. Uh, so I, I don't want to in any way have our experiences state that it uh, should be easy because I'm reading out there, and I, I don't think I don't think it's common for it to be easy. I uh, agree. Just like everything else, everybody's different, and there's other health complications that can play a part. Yeah, you know, there's, yeah. There's what you're doing, and you know the the biggest 
I, I think the biggest thing, like we said before, is that you know that the, they really have to want to do it and be motivated to do it. And if that's not something that's going on, then that, that they're thinking about, then it may not happen, or it's going to take longer. So ju- ju- just for completeness, you know, our, our, our experience with Luke was similar. You know, he, he reached a point where he wanted to go. I have you know, two older brothers and sisters, so he has that kind of motivation. We had been through it before. We started as soon as we thought he would be ready. Uh, it really comes down to that first time, like, you know, where you, you set him down and probably nothing happens. And then you do that a thousand times, and you're just waiting for that one lucky shot, right? For that, it just happens to strike him while he's sitting on the thing. And then once he goes and you can praise him and you can reinforce that, that's what you're waiting for. So then once that happens, you know, you go, oh, my God, that's awesome. Give him his underwear or his treat or his, you know, ice cream or whatever it happens to be. And then and then he goes, wow, that's pretty cool. I, I, yeah, I think I could do that again. <laughs> uh, I do think that the underwear is hilarious because, you know, with boys, it's not uh, it's not frilly or, or, or pretty underwear. It's got the different characters on it. Tom's the Tank Engine, uh, Lightning McQueen, or whatever. And then, of course, these are your favorite characters, and then you just poop and pee all over them, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> the one that came out on Engineering Fatherhood was, you know, Lightning McQueen's down there, and you're like, you're like laying a big one in, and he's like, ka-chow. <laughs> I can't remember who said that, but it was hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, so probably by three or four, Luke had it down, and it definitely was pee first. Uh, and... You know, we never really gave him a chance to tell us when he had to go. We just had him on a tight schedule. We were like, hey, go to the potty. I don't want to. No, go to the potty. And he would go in and he would go. Uh, and then, it, you know, so we don't really often leave him in, a, in an opportunity where he can have an accident. The one time he's almost sure to have an accident is if there's a screen involved. So, you know, boys and either iPads or TV or whatever, they just get mesmerized. That's yeah. when that, that that's when he'll have an accident. To be honest, well, it's not just boys, honestly. Yeah, it's men. You know, <laughs> <laughs> men too. Uh, okay, uh, maybe that's me. But uh, uh, the one trick I think I can add, and I don't, I don't know if uh, you guys did this too, is to is to go in there with him, or or send an older brother, an older sibling in there with him. Uh, we used to quote race a lot, and you know, it kind of made it fun, and then uh, uh, he could see your you know, equipment or whatever and how it worked and, 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 and we went through all of that um, and I think I think that helped a lot. And then we had like a big push button thing that was from Hallmark, kind of like that easy button or whatever. When you pressed it, it said, you know, good job and all these happy, happy things and when you when you did that and you went to work. And we had charts, you know, because it went open the thing, close the thing, flush the thing. You know, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of steps that they have to memorize. It's not uh, not simple. Uh, and you know we still don't do I don't know about you guys we still don't do any sort of snaps or buttons or zippers he just pulls up you know uh, I can imagine you know if you were if you were going to wear something more complicated that it would be it would be more difficult um, I'm, Kayla is just getting the master zippers and snaps and buttons now and she's I, eight so I can imagine that's hard his, his either hands just aren't that strong you know no we work on hand strength all the time, like with Legos and pop putty and stuff like that. You mentioned ice cream. You know, when we were going through all this parenting classes and stuff and behavior, they're like, "You never give food as a reward. Never give food as a reward." But I remember mm-hmm. going through this, and that M and M's were her favorite thing, and uh, she's definitely getting an M M&M and M if she, you know, goes if she pees on the body or makes it through a night kind of thing. If you're getting that 
And, you know, it was whatever. It was whatever we could think of to get her motivated to do it. Yeah, we did M&M's. And we also did the the sibling help. Eloise would go in and she would go first. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then we'd have Dexter go. And and if she didn't have to go, we would have ask her to sit in there with him. And then if, they, if he went while she was in there, we'd give them both a treat, you know. And so, so we kind of did, we tried all sorts of things like that. Did you, did you guys do any of the, some of the recommendations out there that I read had to do with dolls that wet themselves, you know, and, and toy potties and, and, and uh, what you call it, role-playing with some sort of, we had an Elmo doll and a really little potty that we would say, oh, I got to go, you know, and he had little pants and he'd pull his <laughs> pants down and, uh, what do you call it, uh, teaching through story, storyboarding or whatever. Yeah. I remember we did a lot of I don't that. Think, well. I don't think we did anything like that. You know, we did, I mean, I don't know if you guys watched any videos or anything, but we did have the the potty time rachel coleman the, yeah. the potty time version yeah. of the signing times we definitely watched that a bunch of times oh the elmo um, the elmo one was hilarious accidents happen and that's I okay know, I, <laughs> I didn't see that one. Oh, it was hilarious Hol- the way that the way that ones look like when they gotta go like they little dance around it's hilarious <laughs> uh yeah, yeah yeah i think little songs and stuff like that help too yeah yeah. Yes. Little songs. And there's books and including videos and all that kind of stuff to get your kid interested. As as far as yeah. the constipation is concerned, you know, like I said, we really had to wait out some of these some of these big poops and and there was, you know, it would be this the kind of thing where Kim and I would be in constant contact when like three, you know, three and four days, I think he might have gone six days once without going. Wow. It's just unhealthy. And uh, you know he, you tell he wasn't feeling well. You could literally see his stomach. It was it was awful. You know where we were like, okay, I tried. You try again or whatever. And you know we would just reach a you know a little like a, a showdown. We're like, okay, it's coming out <laughs> one way or the other, my my friend. You know, and he yeah. could communicate well enough to kind of he you know, he knew what was going on and, and he knew that we wanted him to go. And and he could see it on his face. It would start to come and he'd be like, whoa, that's gonna hurt. I'm shutting that down. You know, yeah. uh, they, they were bad situations. So you really needed to plan ahead, use the Miralax. Um, you know, it takes a couple of days for that to get going too. Sometimes you know, I know and you're, you're supposed Miralax. to start it with one scoop, and then you get. <coughs> we, I think we might have got up to, to four scoops at some point. It was a lot. Wow. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about his belly, uh, that's totally something with Kayla. I mean, even now, still, you're like, wow. You can tell when her belly is really big you could it's just a, it's a different shape and you're just like you know you really have to try to go to the bathroom and we're done or just go sit there for a little bit or something okay so i'm gonna tell you something odd that worked i have no idea if this would work for anybody else's child but when he started swimming and he went in the pool literally five minutes in the pool and he would get a look at his face and we would zip him off and i don't know <laughs> how many Miles of pipe we laid in the pool bathroom, but uh, that was his ghost spot. I don't know something about the oh. pressure in his, or some sort of relaxation or whatever. But some of these ones will come out, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, we have to, we have to, we just have to check this out from you know Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. There's got to be some sort of record here." Uh, <laughs> but then you, you could tell he would feel so much better, and he you know, he could you know he would just be bouncier and more unhappier and. Oh God! So we finally got all that kind of taken care of. He pretty much goes right before the bathtub, pretty much every single night. And you, you guys get a lot of pride in the, from them too. I mean, Kayla is proud of herself when she goes to the bathroom. Or what? I mean, it's it's gradually been less, but you know, you know, I just pooped. Come here, look. You know, look, I did it. You know, and no, we 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 get the um 
Do you feel better? Yeah, I feel better. I mean, he physically, he gets his own reward, you know, and then he actually feels sure. better. Yeah. Um, but we should have done that too, I guess. Yeah, so we, we had this other thing where, you know, Kim and I would talk about whether he was banana rated or not. Like, poor child loved bananas, but he could never eat them. <laughs> He's always constipated. Oh, until he'd be on like a good run. We'd be like, okay, you can have a banana. <laughs> you know, the other thing I'm thinking with the Lightning McQueen and skid marks is that we used to think that the skid marks would be, you know, lack of control from Kayla and she would get them, you know, on her panties and stuff. But um, learning later more about constipation, um, you know, stuff because you're so compacted, like stuff like leaks out around the sides just to get out. And a sign of uh, constipation in kids is, is skin marks in their pants. So mm. people are listening if that helps. Right. It's that's just squeaking out like a little little bit oh. of toothpaste, huh? Yeah. Well, all righty. Uh, what else? Uh, so, Kayla, uh, Kayla would also be really um, excited, like, if if she was able to go and it was a great shape. So she'd say, Daddy, I made an L. Daddy, I made an S. Take a look. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> awesome. You know, so everyone have to go. It's kind of like alphabets, but, you know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got a cell phone picture of alphabet shapes from my wife one time or another. So. <laughs> we have definitely texted photos back and forth. Like, you know, she's out somewhere and I'm successful. I'm like, I have to show somebody this. I was successful, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 I've sent out a few bowl shots myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so Jason, you mentioned that you did it. You did it all in one weekend, and that's what one of these references that I checked, you know, uh, recommended. There's this book, one of these, you know, f- somewhat famous. Well, books. it filled it up to a weekend, you know. I mean, but but you but you but you prepared mentally, and and you kind of cleared your schedule, and you 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 got you got psyched up to do it in a in a short period of time. And th- there's this one book out there that's like the potty training in 24 hours, and uh, one of the um, um, uh, things I read had a lot of comments at the bottom, and one of the comments. So it was. It's a book for typically developing children, and the, it was just like, hey, you know, this works for special needs children too. It just, it just might take, you know, two or three days instead of one day. But at the same time, if you go boot camp, then you know, it, it, it really worked for us. So it sounds like, sounds like you did that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, plan in advance, make them drink water, have them, you know, basically wear their underwear all weekend and just prepare for the worst and, and hope that you that you get it knocked out. And uh, that seems to have worked for a lot of people. Yeah, a couple other things that we did, too, is, like, make him help clean up when he, you know, when there was an accident. Oh. And, I mean, he's, you know, he's not much help, but, you know, it's kind of... some responsibility. He can't just go dancing it. off. Um... We we would do we still do even now which well, I mean the accidents are a lot lot less but um you know if the, if he has an accident and he is uh like on, with the iPad or watching something then that goes away when the accident happens take it away for for you know like the day or the night or whatever whatever depends on what time it is until after nap time or something like oh, that so you actually had penalties yeah. that's uh yeah yeah dude come on. Boy, he's harsh in your house, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I, I thought- think um, I think I think environment has something to do with it too, and you know, so Kayla going into four-year-old preschool, cold turkey. You know, she has a couple accidents the first week, and then she's great 
at school from then on. And rarely, I, I think the rest of the year, may, maybe had one or two at the most uh, accidents at school. And I, at home, it was a different story. But at school, you know, uh, it's it's like your kid's a different person with other people sometimes. You know, it's obvious that peers have a have a big uh, have a big effect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wish there was a magic answer for everybody. It's it's persistence, just like everything else. Uh, I think we do with our kids. It just takes a little bit longer, and uh, eventually, you know, you should be able to see some results. All right. So so we've we've covered most of these things that were out there as far as um, you know, tips and whatnot. But the one we really haven't was, uh, you know, this whole this whole kind of feeling of are they ready or not ready. You know, uh, and that the which kind of fits hand in glove with this. Don't force it. So I think you know if our if you if you know uh, I don't know. Let's see if you have a child out there who's not ready, and I hate for them to listen to this and say that's it. We're gonna have a boot camp. We're just gonna force it down his throat and you know figure it out. And I think that uh, in some cases that backfires. Like y- you mentioned, Jason, we went for broke. You know, insinuating that it possibly could not have worked. Right. <laughs> so I think if you have a boot camp and you put on too much pressure and it doesn't work. You can cause you can cause a, a longer term problem if you're not careful. You know, kids who kind of get um, frustrated and uh, kind of you know want to use it almost as a penalty, or they uh, this is common. They go and hide somewhere in order to poop in their pants. Um, yeah. You know, if you you just make the whole thing unpleasant if you're not careful, uh, you know you can you can make a, a, a longer term bad experience. So they made these lists of. You know uh, uh, readiness, and one of the things you mentioned that was probably the smartest one, Rick, was um, um, they have to want it. You know, uh, yeah. seems to be pretty key. And if they're not interested, and you're only interested, and the you know the uh, the prizes don't interest them, then you're not you're not going to be successful. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's positive behavior support, and you're you're not punishing or penalizing. You know, you're praising for when it they do it right kind of thing, you know? And you really have to focus on that. And as with everything else, whatever your, your, your goal you're trying to hit, it's all about positive reinforcement. And, and because just like you're saying, if something bad happens and they develop a complex about it, it's just, it's going to be harder and harder to break that. It could be years. Yeah. Um, one of the other tips I thought I had that was pretty good was, um, um, predicting stooling patterns, particularly with, you know, with pooping is that you should keep some data, you know, for a period of time, you know, while they're still in the diaper mode, at least kind of keep track. Is it usually the morning? Is it usually the afternoon? It's usually the evening and that you can kind of plan your push around when they commonly go. Uh, I yeah. like that approach because I'm an engineer and I like collecting data, but you know, that seemed to be good. That's, that's, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't think I mentioned this, but with Eloise, my older daughter, that that's basically what we did with her and, she was super easy like she would every day after breakfast she would poop and so you know she was i don't know maybe 20 months or so and at one point i just said okay after breakfast i sat her on the potty she pooped on the potty and you know it was it was not just over then but it was it was you know at that point it was relatively smooth sailing from then on out it was pretty much just keep kind of doing the same thing and then she figured out to do it herself and she was she was potty trained really really easily luke goes before he gets in the tub every single night 
It's yeah. like clockwork now. I mean, it's the only it's the only time he goes, and uh, he might miss a night, but he probably it's been a long time since he hasn't. He, he he's you know, he never misses more than one night. Huge dad lesson there. Always have him go before you get to yeah. the top. Unless you <laughs> unless you want to do the the Caddyshack moment, you know. Oh, man, that, that's happened to me a few times, and yeah, no. Code Brown, Code Brown. Code Brown and the top. Yeah. <laughs> we got I still can't believe that that's never happened to us. It's really? Never happened yeah. to us, and I can't also can't believe that it's never happened in the pool. As soon as you mentioned the pool, like uh, you know, Dexter and and Eloise both go to swimming lessons, and and uh, occasionally there's the there's the the pool is closed, you know, for for yeah. a yeah. couple hours because of the the poop in the pool, and I and I just I still can't believe that that has not ever happened. That we have never been the cause of, of one of those events. Yeah, you're a fortunate man. I, I don't think we have either. Of course, I, I never know the rules on that because if they're wearing the special swimmy diaper, you know. Yeah, yeah. true, true. I yeah, think so we're, we're sort of toying with that back now. Like Dex, we still have Dexter still wears that that swimmy diaper yeah. thing. That's yeah. about the only kind of protection thing that he wears. Right, right. We, we, we just stopped that this year. Yeah, I mean, it looks sick, so, you know, we, we, we probably yeah. take the risk. And, I mean, you know, if we, if we go to the beach, he doesn't wear something like that. But if we go in a pool, we yeah. can put that on. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what else I got so, on my list here? I think the other thing to think about is, um, and, and this, Kayla, the more accidents she had were... And you, and you mentioned it already, really, but around things like swimming, exercise or a high physical kind of routine oh. or something that's really exciting that um, usually the bathroom comes around those kinds of things. So if they're sitting for a long period of time or something like that, less likely. In the, but if, if she's all of a sudden running around or playing or something hard, you know, then bathroom isn't too much far away from that. So you got to be ready. Or yeah. make sure that's in a that's in a you have planned where the escape route's going to be to get her there, you know. Or this is the learning your child kind of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. I think the exercise thing is a good point. That's I, something I, I, I know about myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so let me read the let me read the list of the readiness because I, I I really think this is a big factor that we just got lucky and didn't have to deal with, but. Uh, you know, age is obviously not the only one. Uh, bladder control, like when your child does go, and this is another collecting data thing. Do you think they empty the whole thing, or they just, you know, uh, go a little bit at a time? It's when they're emptying the whole thing that that kind of shows readiness. Uh, when their patterns begin to become predictable, uh, um, motor skills, you know, able to walk to and from the bathroom independently, pick up objects, you know, obviously pull down your pants, that sort of thing. Uh, behavior. You know, they have to be able to sit still for a few minutes. Uh, and then in structural readiness, you know, can, you know, they follow simple directions like sit down. And then can they indicate needs, you know, even if it's only facial expressions, you know, or posture or whatever. But you can tell that uh, their body has sent them the signals so that they know. I mean, if their body isn't sending them the signals and the child is completely surprised every time it happens, then they're not ready, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it's said when they're nonverbal. There's still many ways, you know, either signs like like uh, um, um, sign language, or just you know even even the signs like you know they stand a funny way or whatever they cross their legs, who knows what, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, so uh, 
I think you need to make sure your child is ready before even going through all of our ideas. I'm, I'm definitely afraid that we're gonna we're gonna inspire somebody to to push their child, um, and uh, and that uh, uh, the results might not be good. So, if you if your child's ready, then then then, then go to town. But if they're if they're not, you know, you might want to double check these things first, because there's some. There, I I read some horror stories of people who who forced it and. I think those are the, you know, when you're looking through the comments at the bottom, those are the people who are most likely to write a comment. So maybe that's not that frequent, but it definitely happens. Uh, let's see. I think we covered, uh, oh, to make the bathroom a fun place. You know, uh, bright and whatever. Either you guys do the, like, throw the Cheerios in the toilet or anything like that, or make, no. like, targets or. No. Like that no. from boys. That's what I hear, hear people doing, but uh, I'm not at that point yet with Logan. So, well, so Mark, <laughs> for the for Luke, did you guys do stand up first, or did oh, you yeah. sit down? We never did any sit down. No. Oh really? No. Oh, and his wow. thing is, okay, this is getting a little little personal, but yeah, you know, his natural <laughs> aim with uh, if his hands free aim, if you will, works <laughs> works fairly works fairly perfectly. But then, like I said, we go together, and uh, I'm not hands free, so. He when he tries to aim, he does <laughs> awful. <laughs> so I kind of want him to be able to aim, you know, if he wanted to. But I never, I never push that because you know, his hand's not that steady, or I don't know what he does. He gives it up. But those, the few times he's kind of made a mess, are are those times. And then when he goes in the morning, we call him Iron Bladder. I, we've just been lucky, you know, at least with the bladder wise. Uh, yeah. That he seems to be able to go almost all day till he's uncomfortable and he won't say anything. I don't know why that is, but in the morning when he finally does go and he's been holding it, my God, <laughs> it's <laughs> unbelievable! And he'll hit the top of the toilet because it's coming out straight and not at an angle. Uh, so that so then when that started happening, we said, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move from hands free to hand operated operation. And uh, uh, he finally does that now. But he, honestly, he has more problems now because he's. He's aiming, then mm. yeah, he'll never be a you know a sniper. Let's just say. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys well, use like play? But yeah, he definitely did the stand up thing. You know, he went. We went in together, and like the in incredible, and 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 he went in with his older brother Alex as well. You know, like right. we talked about the incredible pressure of peer pressure. There's no way he was going to do it like a girl. You know. Right. Yeah. It may have been did you guys easier. Use, uh, toy potties first, like training potties, or did you just go, or did you pick them up, or is he on a stool, or is he just tall enough uh, when he I, started to do it, or how'd that work? I made these really ghetto stools. <laughs> you should see them. They're <laughs> awful. It's like a four by four with like a two by four over it, and then I sanded it down. It's just bare wood nailed together. <laughs> but I needed something that day, uh, and he uses that. And when we go to a bathroom, like a public bathroom, and it doesn't have it low enough, he um, he stands on my shoes to get high enough. Okay. Yeah, and there have been times I've literally had to hold him in the air, right? If that wasn't high enough, and and he can still, I mean, somebody to hold me in the air. I don't think I could go and be, you know, strung yeah. up like a fish or whatever. <laughs> but he yeah. he he, never, he was able to even do that, you know, with me basically holding him at the at his armpits, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we we got lucky with that. I <laughs> I wanted to throw out the the uh, the stools the other day because he's you know he's more than tall enough now. Kim wouldn't let me. <laughs> I was like, come on, these things are embarrassing. Uh, it's sentimental now. <laughs> I suppose, <laughs> uh, though. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't eat off one. Is all I'm saying. You know? <laughs> uh, okay. So let's see. So uh, and signs for nonverbal bathroom fun place. I think yeah, we covered so all these. 
we we didn't really i mean i guess we kind of used the like kid potties but it just didn't work it seemed it seems like it worked better for girls boys it was more like a straight shot you never really got it in that potty anyway i know so the, so the benefit was, was that you could have one in a room but you know so you didn't have to go as part of the bathroom to me yeah yeah was no it. no i meant i meant like it was very messy for the yeah. boy. Yeah, and you got to clean it out every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. didn't make and, a lot of sense to me. You know, we did get though. We did get. Um, we did get a seat for the regular potty. Yes, the ring. An actual toilet seat that that has it has it flips. You know, it's got the top, and then it flips up, and there's a small seat, and then that flips up, and then there's a, the the adult size seat. So it's kind of like a like a Ooh. two sized toilet seat that's that's on on the potty sounds fancy we like just had the we just had the door of the explorer ring and i hate door of the explorer but uh yeah hey hey, hey this is strong work. i just like door too. of the explorer but uh you know and, and it was just a it was like an inset that just sat next to it and you'd, you'd pick yeah. it up and you'd put it in uh right. he doesn't use that anymore either but that was just the please don't fall in you know right right thing. yeah yeah so as far as you know effects of down syndrome I don't think there are any. I think it, it might affect when they're ready. Uh, you know, uh, it, 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 it might affect, you know, communication skills and, 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 and hand-eye coordination to some extent. So maybe it just makes them, you know, uh, uh, start later. And then, of course, the, the uh, uh, constipation thing, I think, is, a, is that, that yeah. it truly is a Down syndrome trait. Yeah, I mean, if you have something anatomical that's different or... Um, you know, the muscle control definitely plays in a factor. So yeah. yeah, I think the physical stuff, like pulling up and and getting off the pants, is is, is harder. Um, yeah. Like for Dex, I mean, he still he still doesn't do that. He he kind of does it. He can kind of half do it. Like he can do the right. front pretty good, but the back is never. He can never get the back completely up and over <laughs> himself. Luke, Luke so, does know, it. We still help him with that. You, you can always tell when he's gone by himself because his pants are all screwed up. <laughs> he comes out and you're like looking sweet buddy mind if I straighten you up a little bit <laughs> you know he's got like this shirt tucked into the back and not in the front or he's got the shirt tucked into the yeah. underwear but you can still see the underwear yeah but, it's yeah. hilarious yeah. it's hilarious and he's like yeah I did it check me out who's gonna I'm sing awesome. who's gonna sing a good potty song just to totally make this fun <laughs> and you guys have a, have a pooping song uh, let me think if I can think about it well, we yeah. we definitely sang we definitely sang the um, the potty time songs. Oh yeah, yeah. Stop what you're doing, song. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, so the something about washing your the washing your hands song with the with the Rachel Pullman. So wait, time. so you hadn't you hadn't heard of signing time until that happened. So you so you uh, so you tried it and liked it after that. We got the potty. I definitely got the potty time one. Okay. Um, I think I got that when she when she had her um, last last summer when she did her her um, yeah, whatever it was, was that she, she did the Kickstarter thing. Oh, the Kickstarter thing, right, right, right. Yeah, but she I, was on here, and I funded you know I put some money in for the Kickstarter, good, and then we good. we got those tree schooler things. But we also got to pick you know some old uh, some other right, right. I, I, I believe I sent one to you. You did, yeah. yeah. But you know, I found that her stuff was it, it was it was good to learn the signs. But even beyond that, it just my kids all liked it. You know, even if they weren't, you know, if if they never never got anything out of the signs, they were just fun shows to watch with you know yeah. lessons and stuff. 
Uh, I always like to, um, I, I should tell Rachel this way, or feel like emailing her. Eloise always said, you know, if Rachel Coleman ever wanted to go on vacation, I could do it for her. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> you need to have She's you need right. to, you, you need to taper on that with your iPhone or whatever, and then uh, and we'll we'll put it on the we'll put it on the website. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll ask Rachel's permission first, so we don't get you know <laughs> copyright infringement or anything. But uh, all right, well, I think uh, I think we knocked it out. Do you have any Do you have any good stories about potty training? I have a good one from oh okay this, this, yeah. stories. this summer. Um, you know, so it was after the 4th of July. So it was after we'd done the boot camp and, uh, we had gone to a, we had had a beach like barbecue camp out, not camp out, but like a bonfire kind of thing. We hung out at the beach, you know, watched SeaWorld fireworks at night. And then, so we got home pretty late and, you know, the first thing we did was come home and had Dex sit on the potty. And so he said, I think he kicked off his, his shorts, but he still had his underwear kind of, you know, around his, his ankles. And so I go emptying stuff out of the car, whatever. And, and I, and I go back in there and I look and I, and I, and I said, you know, did you go potty? He said, yeah. And then this is the point where he also like really likes to flush the toilet too. So, um, so I go in there and I, and then I'm looking around. I'm like, Hey, that's like, where are your underwear? And he points into the potty like <laughs> down there i was like oh no <laughs> oh man so yeah uh, we got a little uh, some underwear in the potty too that nice got flushed. but you and, didn't you didn't yeah, have any stuck problems you didn't have to snake him back out we didn't, no we didn't have any problems yeah i i i you know, i was i was a little upset about that but yeah we wound up not having anything Hey, I, I, I hope they were Aqu- I hope they were Aquaman. Aquaman, <laughs> I think they were Batman for some reason. <laughs> I was trying to think of one that could go underwater. You know, is there, is there a Thomas the Tank Engine that goes underwater? <laughs> mm. Aquaman underwear. Those would be the ones that get flushed down. Yeah. I could tell yeah. some stories of my older kids, but uh, they might listen someday. I probably shouldn't. <laughs> oh man, I just had like a history repeat itself moment where it was just like. I remember, well, I walked in there and I'm like, Kayla, I mean, do you have enough toilet paper in your hand, you know? And I can remember being a kid of my parent going, you know, you can only have four squares, that's it, four squares. And I feel like I'm going back to that point every day. They're like, come on, Kayla, you don't need that much. Just make it like a, a snowball around her hand so she can wipe herself. Oh, you know, we, we, haven't, we haven't done wiping ourselves yet. We haven't done that at all. Huh? Oh, that, well, it's hysterical because, you know, the, wiping yourself is the whole next part. And, you know, sometimes it's just like a, it's an air ball, you know. It's not even going there. It just, I, I threw it between my legs. Look, you know, take <laughs> It's an air ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. wiping. No, no, come on. You got to get it out of there. Come on. You gotta, I, and I, I guess, you know, girls, probably, girls wipe more, I'm sure. And, you know. So you know she's she's like look now and you remember to wipe yeah make sure you, you know, get everything. the last the last one has to come up clean to prove that you're done. <laughs> you know, that's the proof. And uh, just at, at the risk of oversharing, you know, <laughs> loose come out pretty much of the of the hardness of diamonds. So really, there's no mess. So I sure. do I do no, one exploratory way. just to make sure I peek at it. It's almost always clean. I, if the boy could he could go without underwear or, or go without without toilet paper, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, king of no wipers, definitely. He's just pooping yeah, out, yeah. Just pooping out diamonds. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, you got any uh, uh, um, Down Syndrome Daily good stories of the week, man? No. You know, I was just thinking of the story of the week I've just been thinking about all week is since we're talking about potties, it's kind of potty humor, you know. And I'm sitting there, and Kayla came over to me this week, and she was going to tell me something, and it got. But before we said anything, it was really quiet, and I farted, and then, uh, and she laughed, and I was like, I love when she gets like fart jokes, you know. And we have that moment together; it's so funny, you know. And moms don't like that so much, but I thought it was great. So <laughs> that stuff never gets old. <laughs> we just got back from Yellowstone, so for the last month, we've been calling it Geyser Butt. <laughs> in the car, there you go. In the car, smells like geyser. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. I think so. Look, that's an important thing. So make sure you don't don't get uh don't get frustrated and have fun with it if you can too. And if people are trying to get through this part of their life, you know. Right. Right. Well, you know, in, in general, as parents of children with special needs, mm-hmm. we got a lot going on. So I can understand if people get you know frustrated or whatever. That's it's just it's one more thing that's also hard. You know. <laughs> Hang in there. Send us your stories. All right, guys. Is that uh, is that your moment, Rick? You want to pick another one, or? Yeah, that's my moment this week. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Getting fart jokes. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. Uh, mine was uh, uh, when Luke got off the bus. Uh, he he had a face on that was used, and I uh, I wasn't there, but uh, Kim's got the video, and uh, he was so proud of himself, and he said, "I did it." That was like his nice. first words as he got like you know like I picture like uh, Neil Armstrong when he when he makes his first step on the moon you know Luke's yeah, Luke's statement yeah. was I did it. It's a huge deal too. Yeah, that is awesome. good. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. What do you got, Jason? Oh, I've got some good ones. Yesterday was a was a was a big day. We we um, well, I took after swimming lessons. I took Dexter and Eloise. Oh, I took Dexter to get blood drawn. Which is kind of a regular, not regular, but, um, you know, for the thyroid test. I don't know, I think we do it twice a year or something. Um, so, we also had scheduled Dexter's first haircut for yesterday, too. And so, I was afraid that it was going to be two horribly traumatic experiences um, in the same day. But we went to this place, and this lady, it was, first of all, there was all kinds of toys and stuff set up. There was, like, a kid's kids haircut place. All kinds of toys set up, all kinds of things to play with, movies and, and videos and music and all kinds of stuff. Just built for the kids. The, 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 um, the barber chair was a little police car for him to sit in. Um, and so, you know, she, so, so Dexter never been to a place to get his hair cut. Colette has cut his hair a few times. And, uh, and he, he just doesn't really like to have... He doesn't like to get his hair washed. He doesn't like to have people touch his ears, usually. So we were kind of just afraid of what was going to happen. And so, but this lady was fantastic. She just kind of eased into it and, you know, got him comfortable and then got him to come up and sit in the chair and then she just played with him and let him watch a movie while she cut his hair. It was just, it was a fantastic experience. He did such a great job. I feel like such a fool for being so scared about it. But yeah, he did he did such a good job. And That's now he awesome. has a great little haircut. He looks like a like a real little boy now. Not like a little bowl cut kid. 
Like someone put a bowl over his head. <laughs> and all the ladies are dying, I'm sure. I know, he looks so cute. He, he really does. It's, you can see his eyes and his ears. and Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of funny. I, was, I, I can't believe they let it go for so long. Wow. So um, I'm, I'm quickly searching. I realized that with some better preparation, I could have had a really great song to end this. I don't have anything prepared. Um, but yeah, so anything else you guys want to cover before we go through our um, plugs? That's it for me. Okay. Yeah, you got anything uh, Anything going on with 321? Uh, 321? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's... Starting a nonprofit is is an exciting and informative thing, and sometimes it goes quick and sometimes it goes slow. So we came out with a bang, and now we're going through the intensive paperwork part of doing this kind of thing, and that that takes a while. So it's a learning experience. But we have we've had uh, we just had a great a barbecue with uh, you know a water slide moon bounce and yeah, a lot of families and a great turnout. Uh, so things are going really good. Our, our our big thing this past year was uh, World Down Syndrome Day, and that's going to be our next big thing as far as activities go. And otherwise, we are supporting families uh, with funding for activities that they come to us with. They're going to seminars and things along those lines and uh, just helping with awareness and answers and answering questions and coming up with social activities for people. So, And the, uh, the website? 321foundation.com. And of course, there's a link to uh, Down Central Radio on there. Oh my goodness! There isn't. There isn't. But I didn't there know. Needs to be. I didn't know for sure, but uh, yeah, there needs to be definitely. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, yeah. I, we do not have we, because we're so new. Our the website for Three to One Foundation is blog based and it's free and that right. kind of stuff. But it needs uh, it definitely needs a links section. I don't think that's on there yet. So, great okay. point, Mark. Hey, I'm here to help. You got uh, Facebook. <laughs> Yes, that's that's the main way we communicate with everybody. So you know, Facebook dot com slash three two one foundation, Twitter slash three two one foundation, Instagram three two one foundation, all that good stuff. So okay, uh, and, you know, uh, the other thing that's happening, it's coming up. I guess we'll be talking about soon. Buddy Walk season's coming up in a in a month. Buddy so, Walk. Uh, yep. Oh, we got some great guests. We got some that. great guests coming up. Yeah, I won't lay any hints, but uh, two two good ones, I think. Uh, okay. Uh, anything down syndrome daily? Anything uh, out there, Jason? Um. Well, I'd like to give a shout out to this my friend Amy at this hair salon that we went to. It's called Therapy T H A I R A P Y Therapy Hair Salon in San Diego. It was it was awesome, and I highly recommend if you have any child who may have difficult any any anybody at all would love it eloise had a blast there too but uh, anyone who might have a difficult time dealing with getting their hair cut amy was was the best therapyhairsalon.com t-h-a-i-r-a-p-y all right hey i wanted to mention we had a new uh, uh five-star review on the uh itunes i don't know how new it is actually it looks like august 8th not that new but uh it was from chester growl G R A U L, he said. Thank you. Grateful to have that resource. So so good on him. Thank you for that. Chester. Uh, yeah, go Chester. Tell us about uh, tell us about your your favorite person you got going there. So um, obviously we are the downright awesome dads. Thank you for spending an hour with us. We were glad to flush out a good topic and uh, put this one in the bowl, as it were. 
<laughs> sorry, I couldn't help it. And uh, I think it's time for us to wipe out. <laughs> uh, come see us at uh, downsyndromeradio.com, uh, hosted also the Downright Awesome website. Uh, and uh, find us on iTunes under Downright Awesome. And our Facebook is slash Downright Awesome. Down Syndrome Radio. Oh, slash, sorry, slash Down Syndrome Radio, right? Uh, yeah. And we have right. Twitter as well, don't we? You'll find us at either place, yeah. But we're there. Yeah. We are DSR Podcast on Twitter. We are. Yes, Down but Syndrome Radio. Uh, we, we would also love if you went on iTunes and left a review or if you went to the, uh, um, uh, the website and uh, left us a comment. That'd be awesome. All right, this is the part where I play a song. I'm, I'm unprepared. Hang on. Mm, just uh, plop one in there. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> plop one in there. All right. Let's do, uh, let's do this. Sven Morrison? Yes, sir. Hour and five minutes. Even when it's just us, we can keep it under we an hour. We were born before the wind. All right, guys. Thanks for your time. Thanks for your wisdom. Also younger than the sun. Thank you. Thank you, sir. That was fantastic. Have a great week. Yeah, the bonnie boat was one as we sail into the, the mystic. Right, I have to go.